It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 7. Pull up a chair and join us. Let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week, you guys? Uh, Ruby, go. Uh, well, this is more of an all of us thing, but we were successful in beating turn 11 this week. Yeah, it was so awesome. What was it? Was it quite as awesome? Because the night before we beat it, we got it to one percent, and then we completely shit the bed after that. <laughs> we were not able to get back to that that nice one percent. But we, I could tell, like everybody had the motions down, and it's just I don't know what happened after that. So we had to postpone and it wasn't going to work out. And then suddenly something happened and all our team members were able to be present and we went in and we'd like totally destroy. I think like maybe the third attempt, we it was the second, second. Yep. So we, we just, everybody was like in sync. Everybody was feeling it. It was awesome. I'm that guy, like at the end when we're at that, like last 2%, 1%, I'm like, go, go push, 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 push. Oh, and I love that feeling. So <laughs> you sound like a labor anyway. coach. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe and push. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. How about um, you, Kareem? Oh, other yeah. news. I also got the lightning card. Oh, Tataru. yeah. Awesome sauce. So that's you too. dropped it for me. You both have it. No, so, I suck. Yes. Yeah. Now you need it, Yelta. Yelta's turn. Um, yeah. But you have like every other Final Fantasy card in the game, so whatever. <laughs> um,. <laughs> <laughs> no love for you. And um, then I, I went into the tournament, and it sucks like always. So what what sucks I, about it? I, it's just I can't get the points. Somebody needs to send me, listeners, send me your guides to getting the most points out of these tournaments because I am struggling. I get, I, I got, I, I did this one feebly just because I wanted the roulette wins, but I, I got 3,600 points, which is kind of gimp. But the low end of the, the board was... 4510 and the high end was like 55 something. Oh. I just don't know how you break 4500 wow. in this stuff. So yeah, somebody, I... somebody send it to me please. And that's my week. All right, how about you Kariri? Well, going off of what Ruby said, yeah, we all won turn 11 and it was fantastic. But I'm um, with the tournament. I also finished the tournament this week. I did all the matches and I didn't even break 3000. So, um, but I, again, I just went after the lowest one in there um, and just kept doing the same one over and over and over again. I never played another human being just because I wanted the double roulette wins, um, you know, for towards getting the, which card is that? That's, um, what's her name from 11? Shantoto. Oh, Shantoto. No, it's not no. Shantoto. Oh, for the roulette Shantoto. wins, you're talking about, um, that's Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't have Vaughn yet, so I've been just trying to pile up those roulette wins as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, I didn't even have as many points as you, but I wanted to finish the tournament, so at least I get the MGP, and at least I have a chance at getting a couple of packs for the Platinum cards. But, um, yeah, other than that, I did, I played almost not at all. We had, you know events going on things going on in real life so i didn't get to play as much as i like to but um what i did get to play was pretty damn good we got our turn 11 in and we got to go you know ram our face against 12 that was pretty amusing for <laughs> a little bit just walking in there knowing absolutely nothing and 
Oh, it was, it was, it's always amusing because we know we're not in there to win. We're just there to see what it looks like and die a horrible death. It's, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's all I had. How about you, Yelta? Uh, that was pretty much it. The T11 win was the highlight. I have not even entered the tournament. I hope I still have time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I, di- I didn't even cap Soldier or Poetics. I didn't do anything this week. I was like fishing on other characters. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even tower run. I didn't do uh, anything. I knew we were going to win an 11 soon because generally one of us has a meltdown a day or two before that and i it was and it turn. was my turn i'm i'm like why do i hate this game why does this game hate me I'm like typing all this messages to career she's like are you okay yeah i'm fine so yeah i knew it was gonna be soon so <laughs> i and i do really enjoy we always go into the next turn blind our, our our static seems to always do that we study really well the one we're on and this being final coil we didn't want to spoil anything and I, it turns out i i was only partially spoiled and i still really really i, I like the cutscenes and everything i was really impressed having now gone and read the strategies i was really impressed how quickly our little group was like after like you know three or four polls we're like we had some of that stuff right you know, I we were we had like figured out how some of the stuff works and you know when to when to tank swap yeah. and what to stack, what not to stack. You know, um, I'm always impressed with our little group. We're we're behind, but damn, it's not because we are awful or anything. Apparently, you know, I'm very excited when Alexander comes out to get to try we, that we, stuff first off. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we more have scheduling conflicts and computer issues than actual problems in Coil. So, yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with our little group too, and I can't wait to get us all into Alexander. And I know we've been talking about different people trying some different roles, so it could be, could be a neat little switch up right there at the, uh, the expansion. It's gonna be chaos. Speaking of the expansion, on the menu tonight. We are going to talk about the live letter from the producer, uh, part 20. There's was a new duty commenced. The Heavensward content release schedule is out and available. And our own Yoshi P was in Time Magazine, which is exciting. And we have fan mail this week, guys. Fan mail. All right. The first round news. It's happening tonight as we record this. Well, later. Uh, All Worlds Maintenance for Patch 2.56. It's uh, It was at, will be at, what is that, 1 a.m. here? Oh, Christ. I yep. didn't do anything mm-hmm. this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people are having speculation. It is a .01 patch, which means it's not huge adjustments or anything. Um, but people are speculating what it might be. There, People got some pretty severely large wishes on what it might be what do you guys think it is almost nothing i think it's absolutely almost nothing um i know a lot of people are hoping it'll be echo for uh final coil i know some people are hoping that they'll be nerfing turn nine um there's just a ton of things that people want it to be um like you said some of the wishes on the forums are a little ridiculous (laughs) but yeah, I know some people are still expecting like new content before the no. before the expansion. I'm like, you are nuts. No, they are done with that. I don't even they know are... of a holiday between now and the new expansion. No, I think this is it. I really do. I think we're just doing this until until 
you know, the expansion comes out and I'm fine with that. They gave us our big bang ending, you know, they gave us our closure to the story. Well, until the expansion. So I don't feel like I need anything more. I mean, if they wanted to have little dragon attacks all over by the bridge or something until the expansion comes out, that would be cool, but it's not necessary. It's not going to make my life better. And I, I feel like we're in a good closure spot for 2.0 for sure. So people who are asking for that are just silly. I mean, we had a six-hour maintenance, six-hour maintenance just to make the Valentine's Day outfit dyeable. So people are now saying, you know, that we ask, can we have the post Moogle hat dyeable? I mean, that could be involved. I mean, I don't know. They did just, say they yeah, would look they into it. They were going to look into it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we did get uh, a small echo for Final Coil. It, usually, soon that after. That doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, soon oh. after they put it on the duty finder. Yeah. I, some people are guessing uncapped poetics. I honestly don't think they'll do it, but I don't, think I don't so either, care. Yelta. I don't care. Nerfed. I don't think so either because so they can keep people on the hook for doing some stuff. I know it's it's almost time for the expansion, but I, I still think they're going to keep that those capped poetics. Do you, uh, Here's my question. What is, what is the advantage to keeping it capped versus uncapping it? I still have to log in every week. I don't week. know what the advantage is as far as... Yeah, you have to log in every week. Uh, it's it's lame, but they've kept us on for lamer excuses. <laughs> this is true. And just the way that menu is set up, I, I, I kind of find it hard to believe they're going to change that menu up so both are uncapped. I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't change that menu up the way that it looks in the, um, in the menus. I think... My my only reason why I think it would be kind of cool for them, them to uncap it is you have all of these people who are very, very bored, who are waiting for the expansion to come out and have supposedly very little to do. Um, if you uncapped Poetics, they could actually, instead of ending their sub until the expansion comes out or going and playing a different game, they could actually run content until their eyes bleed. Um, until the expansion comes out and gear up all their jobs if they wanted to. Something will, like that. I will give you this. If this was 1.0, we'd all have relics under our beds. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have done the same. So this is Yoshida's game. <laughs> you probably are closer to the truth than I am. Yeah. Poetics for everyone. Poetics for everyone. It should be raining from the sky. Yeah, I'm not even saying I think that's a good thing. I just think it's, I, I think it's the argument, you know? But it breaks their pattern, and on top of yes. that, on top of breaking the pattern, if you want to gear up your subclasses, you still have World of Darkness, you have the weekly run. I think they want you to do the weekly run, and you can get into Coil. I, I think that th that's how they want you to gear up past, your, past the stuff you can do with Poetics right now. All right. We also had the letter from the producer live, part 20. That was on Saturday, April 11th. Uh, it's a while ago now, but we had other exciting things to talk about last week. Uh, there was a digest you can uh, you can find on the forums. Uh, there was a live translation doc by a fan, and thank you. I can't remember your name who did it, but I watched the letter and I read your doc, and I actually knew what he was talking about. The video itself was archived, archived on Twitch, so... 
they also covered pretty much all that stuff and some more fun stuff on the duty commenced. That was on Monday, April 13th. That's also archived on Twitch. It's pretty much the same information they gave us in the live letter, but in English. And we got to see, you know, our uh, community team. Yay. Yay. They also updated that this is the meat guys. They actually updated the heavensward site. And uh, yeah, I know, right? Well, and here's what gets me. I'm going to just a little sidetrack here. They give us links and all sorts of stuff. I feel like I see the information on the live letters and the duty commence. I don't always see. Oh, by the way, we updated the site. I did see one tweet this time around, but I think they need to uh, get that out there more. Yeah, I was looking around for this because I kept seeing things on Twitter about it. And I'm like, so I went, of course, to the lodestone, you know, to see, ooh, what updated. And it's not on the front of the lodestone. Oh, sure I'm isn't. Thinking, I was putting together these notes and I was like, I guess I better go to Google and type in Heavensward to find <laughs> the site. I mean, we're all excited. We're all craving news. We're all anticipating Heavensward. I, I'm really surprised they didn't just stick it there. Well, somebody's going to write in and say, well, it's on the banner if you went to the third page. Yeah. I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's somewhere on there, but it wasn't just in my face. Yeah. So, yeah, the the site updates need to be a little bit more in our face. But they did give us uh, new race and job information. Uh, oh, there was a new trailer, right, for Heavensward before the presentation. I... If you played through the storyline, you're safe to watch this. It showed us all that stuff that happened in the patch. So now we understand why we're going to Ishgard. I thought it was really well done. I think we talked about it a little bit the last show. For sure. There is a new title screen. It's pretty. It's a dragon. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> the main scenario is, of course, the Dragon Song War. And it apparently has more than 50 hours of gameplay with uh, additional content to be added each patch. Uh, this, if it's really, if the new storyline is 50 hours, that is a lot of bang for, I don't even mind ordering the uh, collector's edition now. That's, no, that's, that's a, lot a lot of game. Seems like a lot. I, I will say that in one of the interviews, he did say that includes the time you're just leveling. That's fine. But that's still, <laughs> that's, well, no, that's I mean, still a really high number. Honestly, I'm hoping leveling the first class to 60 is through the quest line. I hope they throw at us enough experience points that, you know, if you play through the storyline, you will get to 60. That's what it was in 2.0. Yep. Yep. I, I did roll a new character in 2.0 and leveled it with my husband. And yeah, you pretty much, I didn't go grind. I didn't go run extra dungeons. The, the storyline pretty much kept me up to pace with my leveling needed. And so did the rewards. I never... I never, you know, did anything money making. So I'm hoping that that will be the same in 3.0. They showed us the Aura. Uh, Duty commenced explain the naming conventions. And this is also on, I think. No, Duty commenced explain the naming conventions for the two clans. And the two clans are talked about on the website. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce any of these. So the I think it's Rain. Rain. And those are the light skinned ones. That's right. And the Zela. So the rain have are are the ones who have the doma relationship and a Japanese naming convention. The Zela have dark skin and they're nomadic. Sounds like and warlike kind of tribal from what reading it, and they will have different naming conventions. Yeah, I think the naming conventions were one of those hot scoops 
that they oh. they've got on duty commenced. So um, uh, Yoshida had been asked, but I don't think they went into much detail. And duty commenced shared at least the Japanese naming one for the the rain. Um, I think there's more to come, but they they couldn't share too much information. I know that in the past, Fernwells has been very forthcoming and basically has explained all of the naming conventions people have asked for. So I'm, I'm sure he's got a document out there waiting for the okay to release to us. So we will know how to name our ARA. I'm, bet, I'm betting they're just like checking everything across translations right now or something just to make sure like one of their naming conventions doesn't say giant dong in some <laughs> language <laughs> giant dong uh there will be new gear as we all know they showed the monk uh there's going to be quests for the new jobs uh you know of course the jobs always start at level 30 the new ones are going to start at level 30 uh there's going to be new quests for existing jobs from 50 to 60 and there's going to be new DOH and DOL quests from 50 to 60. And one thing I noticed about the the way they worded it, now correct me if I'm wrong, I have leveled up some of my uh, Disciple of the Hand jobs just by handing stuff in. It sounds like the 50 to 60 quests, of course, you will have had to do the 1 through 50 quests then. It sounds like some of the abilities will be from quests. So if you haven't done your quests, I think you're going to have to catch up. So if, yeah. so if you're bored right now, you need to go talk to all your quest trainers and do all your quests because I, I didn't and I, I'm going to be busy. I'm also going to recommend for those of you who have not done those quests, check the market boards for prices for, for buying the materials versus buying or gathering the materials combined versus the price of the item itself. Because a lot of them on the leveling up quests right now, the item itself is cheaper, at least on our server. Um, at, when you get towards 45 or 50 level quests, they are it, it is going to cost you a lot less to make it yourself. But some of them, if, if you're like I was still level 20 with a lot of mine when I just I just got all my disciples of the land or disciples of the hand to um, 50. And most of their quests were still level 20, and it was much cheaper just to buy the items a lot of the time. Yeah, if they're, if they're cheaper than the teleporting out to gather all the materials, then... Yeah, yeah. and some of them yeah, work. Yeah, so, some well, of them are. a resource, too. Oh, yeah. Well, some, some, of the, some of those items are like a thousand gil, and it's like, well, if I teleport out to two places and spend two hours gathering mats, I might as well have bought it. But if you like gathering, too, it depends on what you like. All right, speaking of quests, there will be no Genki or no level cap breaking quests uh, from 50 to 51, which makes me sad. Um, <laughs> you can get XP <laughs> as soon as you log in. So don't, don't worry about having to do some sort of convoluted fetch quest, grind quest, whatever. You're, you're going to get to level up. However, remember, all of our job quests tend to have a solo, you know challenge of some sort i'm still stuck on ninja <laughs> so uh heaven's word itself the events in heaven's word take place only a week or two after the end of 2.55 so there's not been five years later like our, our 1.0 to 2.0 jump was years later yeah i think they described it as like somebody's trying to get you into ishgard so Give them a week or whatever to get it figured out, to get the papers in place, and that's that's pretty much as long as it'll take for us to get into Ishgard. 
I don't really see the benefit in jumping as a head months or years anyway. So I'm kind of glad for this. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, there was a reason for it story-wise before. There's just not here. It makes more sense to do it this way because of the whole immediacy of the dragon attacks and the dragon war. So I- I'm glad they're doing it this way. And we are going to get, in Heaven's Word, nine new areas, including Ishgard and the Floating Continent, which is the field area, the open world area. Uh, they're going to be 50 to 100% larger than existing areas, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> Oh, that's huge. I know Yoshida shows us, uh, like, he flies way up in the air on a chocobo at some point in the presentation, and you see, like, everything, and it is so awesome to see that far out and all the little islands and stuff. It, it's incredible how big these zones are. They lo- <laughs> And we'll talk about that next. Uh, new flying mounts. Uh, you do have to be attuned to the area before you can just fly around willy-nilly. Uh, we don't. We have no idea to this point what that attunement will mean, but I do like the idea that you might have to actually traverse it on foot or something to a point, and then, and then you can have unrestricted landing and takeoff. So, it's. It looked like the flying was pretty fluid and and pretty pretty. It looked kind of fun. Uh, however, you won't be able to fly in 2.0 areas. They were not designed that way. But your flying mount will work as a regular mount on the ground with a 200% increase of speed in the air. Uh, Ground mounts are 90% for reference. They do plan... Yeah, go ahead. No, they gave some little formula or whatever on there, and it was kind of neat to see the the word, like how fast a mount was compared to how you are. Can you imagine, though, having a flying mount in the 2.0 areas? I mean, if you are going 200% or, you know... 2.0 or whatever they said it was like you would be across the zone in such a blink of the blink of an eye as small as kind of the remember the complaint about how the 2.0 zones were like i was one of those so much smaller i I was one of those people complaining they were the zones are pretty tiny but uh hopefully that this will show us that those were the starter zones and that these are the big boy zones true Uh, they do plan on fixing the 2.0 flying mounts in the future. So like your Araman, I think they said they would like to make actually a mount you can fly on in Heaven's Ward. I, they said another one. Uh, the, is it the Our bomb, bomb chair? One. The bomb yep. chair. So yeah, eventually they're going to make those flying mounts too, which is exciting and fun. But uh, however, it, this one kind of was weird to me. You cannot be attacked once you take off and are in the air. So the, the air is apparently a safe place. I don't know, maybe it would have been annoying. They did show us a video of Yoshida flying around in the starter area. There was a uh, Dark Knight on a griffin on the bow of an airship. And he walked around a bit and then he flew. And uh, they showed it flying up while still in the ceiling. So, uh, So there is a ceiling, right? You can't go up forever. Yeah, but it, seems- it kind of reminds me like you hit it and it like had these little hexagony looking things. <laughs> you remember how you used to walk in the water in C in uh, 11 or, you know, like when you go up to sky right at first when you leave that little cement area and the mm-hmm. ground when you would walk on it would have these little hexagon thing. That's what yep. it looked like when you you hit that ceiling. It was so cool looking and just like I said before, seeing all the way around how pretty and bright and colorful it was. It was gorgeous. 
and and there was music there too, right? Uh, it was the 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 trailer played us some music. I I enjoyed it. I don't know. It was cute. It was cute. It was like real upbeat. I don't know if that's like the Flying Mount music, or if that's like the Zones music. I don't know if they like mix together something for this, or they're just using the fly because he never got off the mount, so it may mm, be the Flying yeah. Mount's music. Yeah. Battle content. The new jobs were mentioned again. We are having a level cap of 60. Multiple new actions were added to each job. We're going to have level 3 limit breaks that are for our own class now. And our job. I know, right? Because some of some of them were really annoying. Some of them were like, seriously? Now, black. I'm a black mage, so my limit break makes sense all the time. I summon down giant death from above, and, and that's great. Oh, yeah, and Paladin's Protectory one makes sense, and, you know, White Mage's Healery one makes sense, but, like, even Warrior as a tank, they are way more, like, damage protecty than they are, I don't know, I, I would it, love to see should... Warrior have a different one. The Warrior one should have been, like, some sort of axe spinning around with blood splatters. I mean, it's just... Oh, my God. Well, no, but that, that shield thing that pops up is not warrior-y. They are it's a paladin. They are a tank, is. but... Well, and then, you know, hopefully this will fix the whole bard has the healer limit break thing. Oh, that's so gross. That's so lame. It is. I, I get why they did it, but... And we've used it, but no. I would have rather wiped than use it. Uh, they did show us the dragoon limit break. Uh... And that's going to be, or no, that's going to be the benchmark, right? And that benchmark is coming up pretty fast. They said end of April? Yep. That's that's yep, like yep. now, guys. <laughs> the uh, existing, but the, the limit breaks, even though they will have a different animation, they will still, I think, or the existing ones will still be distributed amongst the jobs. I don't think Black Mage is getting a different one. I don't think uh, Paladin's getting a different one. So I think they're going to give just, you know, those that exist to those that make sense to. Right. Agreed. There will be new job-specific equipment and other new equipment planned. Yay. Uh, Yoshi P showed us photos of the jobs and the armor. Again, I think they showed us a bunch of this at the previous video, yes, too. Yeah, some, mm -hmm. of the, some of this wasn't new to us. We're going to have... Guess what, guys? New elegant tombstones. Oh my god! Shut up! I cannot wait for new tombstones. <laughs> we are going to do an exciting <laughs> idea. I know. New mechanics brought to you in 3.0, like elegant <laughs> tombstones. <laughs> I yeah. As, as much as we joke. I hope we get fates. Shut up. Oh my oh god. god! Just kill me now. I was saving that. Spoilers. We will. We'll save it. Okay. Spoiler alert: There are fates in 3.0. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, but, you know, I'm actually okay with the tombstone thing, but we are going to get a new tombstone called Law, and that will be the unlimited weekly one, or no weekly cap per week. That, I said weekly enough. Anyway, uh, we're also getting Esoterics, so it's Esoterics and Law. Esoterics has the weekly limit. I'm assuming it'll be 450, like the other ones were. So, so it has a weekly limit. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh... We are getting Disciple of Hand updates. Yay. Uh, it's going to be level 60 in all classes. We're going to get new actions, new recipes. They are planning uh, Materia 5. Yay. Uh, I know. 
<laughs> yeah, more material. Well, I have some. Um, I have some carbonite five. Just wondering when I could use that. <laughs> when didn't we get that as like a two point quest item re- or reward? I, I just remember getting Carbonized it. Carbonized matter. Yeah, five. I remember getting I, I, it, and I'm just not really a reason to use it. We are getting a specialist system at level fifty-five. You can choose up to three of your uh, disciple of hand classes. It will use scripts. Scripts? Is that how you say it? Scripts. Scripts. Some some sort yeah. of token system, maybe. I should count up all the token systems they're introducing. Um, you can use scripts to change your specialization. It is the tombstone of DOH and DOL. Uh, so while they're forcing us to specialize, they're not forcing us to stay that way forever. I think it's going to be more like changing grand companies. You can do it, yes. but then you have to do, you know, it'll it'll cost you. So uh, I know some people are really up in arms and, and some people are really happy about this. Go ahead. Well, it's also not limiting our level. I mean, we can all still level all of them to 60. Um, the specialist, I believe they said they'll just get some extra abilities and things that you can't get on the other classes. So it's not, you are specializing and you can do bigger, better, more awesome things on those three classes, but it's not like you can't level everything else to max level. You still have that ability. Yeah, I got the impression that you could still get to some recipes with the other classes level to 60, but it would probably be like it is now where, you know, you're gritting your teeth and you get a 65% HQ and that's like the best you can get and hope it goes off. Um, yeah, you can do that on some of these level 60s, but the specialists will have that one or two abilities for that class that will will make it, I wouldn't call it a cinch, but a lot easier than than the way it is now. Yep, yep. I don't know if anyone else's free company is already doing this, but we're already like, which three are you taking? My husband and I are like, uh, which, sure. which, which three are you taking? So hopefully it will make every individual crafter more valuable. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. We are also having Disciple of the Land updates, level 60, of course, new actions, new high-level items. Uh, they're going to expand treasure hunts, gathering points, and fishing holes. So all these new areas, these new zones... We're going to have all the stuff we're used to having. So that's good. There's going to be a new sa- a favor system at level 60. Uh, some sort of hidden nodes uncovered using divine favors, which is a special buff bought with scripts. There's also a regional folklore at level 60, and that's considered end game for the gatherers. It's similar to the Disciple of Hand Master recipe books. I really feel like this is something that was missing from the gatherers right now. Basically, like, uh, you can have all the best equipment in the game for gathering, but you still couldn't do anything like Master recipe books. So, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. There's some sort of collectible system. Rowena, <laughs> we all love Rowena. She orders rare item turn-ins, and she'll give you scripts and XP. The Disciple of Land can also deliver for scripts. It's the best way to level after uh, level 55. Yeah, I don't remember where I heard that. I'm not even sure if that was in the interview, but somewhere it was said that the best way to level up for um, the crafters and gatherers, uh, uh, gatherers for sure, was this collectible system. So... I don't know, but they're giving us a lot of ways to level up. No matter, you know, you, you do the quests, you've got the, the storyline, but you've also got these other systems that'll help us get to 60 on uh, crafting and gathering. I'm looking forward to it. 
<laughs> I'm sure there'll be leave quests too. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, the scripts come in two types, just like our tombstones. There will be red crafter scripts, which are unlimited per week, and blue crafter scripts that are have a weekly cap. And gatherer and crafter will both have those. New content. We will have high level Don't leaves. Don't say it. High level oh, leaves yes. and fates. Yes. Uh, uh, we're going to have uh, large-scale fates like Odin, new field enemies, new elite hunting marks. Yay. Uh, so, so some of those some of those things aren't, aren't new to me. I just vomited a little <laughs> in my mind. Mm. Well, well, and we're going to have eight new instance dungeons, which is good. And they did show a library dungeon with a giant book. That's cool. But, uh, you know, leaves, fates, you know, hunt mobs... It says new content on our notes, but it's really the same old content, just with <laughs> item le- level sixty slapped on them. I'm just, I'm hoping there'll be something more. I, if they give me a thing again where I have to wait for a fate to pop, I will probably kill myself. I don't know. That is probably the worst <laughs> mechanic in those relics. It really, really is. And I, I even, I even super don't mind. Like I've been leveling up, up uh, alt characters, and when you like are leveling and you run across a fate and there's a couple other people in the area and you do it. Some of those are kind of fun. They're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. kill this dragon and you can still die and you can still wipe and you can still fail. But, but, uh, the whole, you know, like with the books, that's the only part of the books for the relic weapon. I didn't like was do these two fates. And, you know, that's like the weekly hunt mob thing. I don't like do these two or, that's a daily. Is it weekly? Whatever. Do these two fates. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if I go there and look for it, and there's no way for me to pop it. No, sometimes uh, burning down some other fates will make it pop. Sometimes nothing you do will make it pop. Yep. And that is incredibly frustrating. I want to play the game. I don't want to wait to play the game. And some people are like, well, then, you know, go do something else and come back. Well, no, you'll miss it. Then, then you'll then miss, miss it. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I don't know. I, I, it's 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 a mechanic like waiting for a party in Final Fantasy XI. You, you're you're bound to that spot. You can't do anything. You can't move from the zone. You can't do anything else in fear of. You can't change classes because it'll mess you up. Not in this. I mean, like in eleven. Yeah. So it it binds you to some mechanic that you you can't do. If they would just pop those fates like really fast, I guess I can live with that. Or if but they, they would have to be like on a on a five to ten minute timer, not this hour long crap. I would prefer they do it like treasure chests. I go get an item, I find the place, I use the item, and it pops. If they would give some of those fates a trigger, I wouldn't even mind so much. Well, maybe the space, and I'm hoping this for hunts. Maybe the space that will be coming in 3.0, the large zones. Maybe you can have multiple hunt mobs and things in a zone. You can have um, multiple special things like these fates, maybe something like you're talking about in a zone. Um, so it, it's not the same old, same old. Maybe there's some better structure in 3.0 that will allow for some cool new takes on the fates and uh, popping these NMs and hunts, etc. Yep, I hope I hope they don't uh, make some of the same mistakes and do something new. Uh, we do know they learned one thing. We know they learned one thing about our raids, uh, that we like all the people to see the raid. 
no matter if we're normal or savage. Alexander will have two raid levels. Normal is going to be, I, I think they said, like, uh, the same difficulty as uh, the currently nerfed in Echo Buffed Coil. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be the hard or, or maybe savage mode, which is going to be more like completing Coil as it came out. It's going to be mm. difficult. Uh, they will have the same exact stories behind them, though. So, so there, if you are perhaps not wanting to worry about Savage Mode, you have already seen the story if you've gotten through Normal. So I hope I hope everyone gets to see the story. It's going to have a, a different lotting system. Uh, you're going to be able to re-enter as much as you like, and uh, specific. Yeah, they're specific, talking about. That? Specific <laughs> floors okay. that you could go to. My thinking was like a nizel or something that there's different floors that you unlock in Al Alexander, and each floor was like the next zone. So instead of going like we have to do floor one through five oh, to get to the fifth okay, tier or okay. whatever, you could just oh. go straight to floor two. You could go straight to floor five. Because they then they talk next about the no lockouts that you're not locked out of an area or something just because you lauded treasure. Um, on a on an area that you'd been in, so I I could lot for treasure on floor two, and then help somebody else on floor two without getting locked out. Even though I would now officially be on floor three. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, I know they tried to do something with a, a number of chests for final coil right now, but I've never fully understood it. It's actually not that hard, but it's like. I, I almost never see parties looking for that anymore, I guess. So if I've cleared it, I pretty much... Well, now it's on, you know, unlocked, but... So there's going to be some sort of limiting factor, though, I would assume. You're not going to be able to just run it all week and get everything. No, there's got to be something to it. And it may be that it's like the normal stuff you can sub in and out and do whatever. Savage may have different lockouts. I don't know. Well, we'll look forward to more information. <laughs> They've held back a lot of stuff. I will say this. They haven't given everything. There's been complaints. I've seen some Reddit things like tell us more. They can't tell us everything yet. Right? You can't nope, ruin nope. everything months. And there, there may be, well, I doubt they're tweaking anything at this point. It's all a media blast. But they really are just giving us a little bit out of at a time to keep us on the string. They haven't told us much about the battle content. I think that's an upcoming live letter. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that they haven't talked to us about yet. So I'm looking forward to a lot more information between now and the end of May. We are, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping after, cause the benchmark, you know, I, I think I'm hoping after the benchmark, we'll get another little taste of information and, it's only god it's like two months away now you know so so they have to give us some more pretty quick i would think i certainly hope so yeah yeah uh we're also getting the uh, two primals normal and hard it's going to be a token system like 1.0 1.0 actually had a token system for uh was it both garuda and moogle I can't remember. You would, I think they ended for Ifrit as well. They did, they did for, did Ifrit, for Ifrit. Yep. I was probably done with Ifrit by then. Um, so basically, you go in there and you do your fight. Well, how it worked in 1.0 was you could go in, you might get an item dropped, but you would also get some sort of token. token. I can't talk about And uh, once you, you know, farmed up 
five tokens or whatever it was, you could turn it in for the weapon of your choosing. So uh, one of the things that uh, some of us are complaining about right now amongst ourselves is I have done Shiva about 250 times. And I still have never seen the white mage cane drop ever. Yep. Yep. So hopefully this will get rid of that. If, if the, you know, cause we do, we do get the ice. What's the thing called that Shiva drops? The shard thing. Yeah. Yeah. That used to upgrade. Diamond yeah. dust. Is it dust? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they do have that right now. Whereas many times, you know, you, you fight her and fight her and you, and even if you don't get a drop, you might get some of the stuff and then you can use that to upgrade your item. So they've, they've already experimented in 2.0 with this token system. Uh, one, honestly, the antique armor from dungeons is like that. You get a body piece. So you turn it in for the body piece of your choice. So I, I think it, this will be like that. And I, and I, I'm happy about that. I'm a proponent of this. I'm a for proponent. Sure. And I, and that means I can still go in many, many times to get all the pieces I want. So, and, and those are, uh, Ravenna and Bismarck. I'm not sure how you say those. Ravana and Ravana Bismarck. and Bismarck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So those are two two primals we're starting out with. And then we will also have a new frontline area with new rules. Uh, it will like swap around or rotate your starting area, so you won't always be starting in the same place. Uh, Yoshi P showed us the PvP armor for the new jobs. Some of it looks cute. I thought. I don't know. I honestly haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to do front lines, or maybe if you do, you can uh, work on your free company workshops. I know this is something that uh, maybe, I think like Alexandra and Primal Fights and Frontline are great, but some of us are like, how do I do stuff with my free company? And the free company workshops are coming. We're going to be able to craft housing pieces and uh, some people describe that as they, we suspect it might be like glamour for your house. And you'll be able to craft airships. I think each free company could have eventually four different airships. Yep. Yep. So uh, it's going to require a workshop in the basement that will be cheap for Gil. <laughs> okay, he says oh, cheap. Yeah. Okay, see, so see, he says cheap. I think what we've, you mean like, you like, know. I'm thir- it'll be, you know. Ten. Personal housing will be Ooh. cheap. Is that no, what? Well, like but personal, personal housing, housing was more, cheap. More, right? of, no, more affordable than free company. More affordable. Yeah. I don't remember how they worded it, but I remember. <laughs> no, being... he he clearly says in this, people do not believe him because oh, yeah. he knows he fucking lied. Yeah. About that housing. And apparently, it's going to look like a command center. Uh, they did talk in a different letter or something. How people are like, how do you craft this in your basement? And it's some sort of miniaturiz- miniaturization magic or something so so you you can build an airship in your basement it's just just in miniature so i'm looking forward to the the uh the airship stuff excites me because it sounds like it's going to be a system where you could pick different you know engines and different you know storage holds and stuff so i'm I'm very excited i hope they tell us a little more how that's going to work soon yeah i'm actually excited by it too because it's truly kind of new content more so than a lot of other things that are coming in 3.0 you know it's something we could do as a free company something we're adding to the house it sounds like it's something we could do together and it's not something we've seen before just at level 60 you know i know that's kind of silly but it's something i'm excited by well well, and you know and i some of us kind of had a little bit of a rant this is a little bit of a rant 
is is a lot of this new content is just it seems like the same stuff we already had just at level 60 so i'm hoping there will be some twists and turns and stuff that's more interesting to actually make it new content and and the free company workshops really seem like they might actually be new actually new i'm in agreement with you there because a lot of the stuff we're reading is like okay we're finally getting the loot system right we're finally getting the raid system right we're finally getting i guess these totem systems right and um we're adding more fates and more leaves it's like uh where's the new stuff yeah. but this actually looks cool and it actually looks like something that would help um well free company housing in general which i think is the sandbox element is sorely lacking in this game i think a lot of people do want that i know you two um <laughs> like it um i'm not so much of a sandboxer i do like the freedom to to make things and it would be nicer if to, to work on the house in a different scale. And I'm hoping that the free company workshops allow me, allow us to work on the house. If you look in the pictures, the house is really small and it, you can work on the outside of it. And I would love to take it apart and, and look at it from like, I'm looking at it through a magnifying glass rather than I'm inside bumping against the walls and placing furniture. I just, I want a different, I want a different style to the sandbox where I felt like I was really playing with Legos. Um, I don't know, just fun. something different. Well, uh, we do know we're going to craft airships, and with those airships, we can explore the skies on expedition voyages. Uh, right now, to me, and I've heard other people say it, but the first thing that popped into my head was expedition voyages are retainer ventures for your airship. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I said, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and they will be expanding on this in other three-point whatever patches. And uh, so, you know, they and they even talked about how, you know, at first it sounds like it's retainer ventures for your airship. It sounds like later it will be you, your free company, and anyone who, you know, wants to hitch a ride will be able to take, you know, your airship to some island. And and, and this is where I'm a little scared is, is I hope that my dreams and desires for where they go with this are not greater than what they're thinking about. Mm, I can see that because as you're saying it, my mind is going from retainer ventures to landing on an island to you get to see these retainer ventures or party members of a ship that are NPCs fighting against mobs and you go to help them. And then my free company all get to ride a ship to some remote island that's been unexplored and it's an instant zone. And then I think, well, maybe what if it's not an instant zone? Maybe it's free out there and then other free companies can land in. But then I know this game, so it'll probably be an instant zone and not an open world area. I I can see my imagination running wild with it. I am fearful that it stops at a certain point and it and it goes on rails instead of being this wild adventure my mind can go on. Well, there was a really interesting Reddit post, I think today or yesterday, that was like, people were dreaming big. And I, I hope, I, I don't expect it to be there in 3.0, but... People are dreaming big. People are dreaming, oh my God, it sounds like we might get some of that open world stuff. Some of us are real open world buffs. We have done seen open world done pretty well in other games, and, and we're hoping that some of those wild and dangerous lands are out there in Heavensward. And, uh, and I'm a little worried they're not. However, they did, you know, they did some really interesting things about you might plot a course to this island, but 
random event happens and you end up there. And that, that to me is very exciting. Some people might be annoyed by that though. So where do they, are, are they going to play it safe or are they going to say anything could happen after you launch this airship? Are you sure you want to do this? That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you have the, do you all have the next three hours to play? Cause here we go. All right, they also mentioned that, uh, you know, we'll be able to, in our free company workshops, improve our estates, and there's going to be new furnishings and whatnot. Other updates, there will be new ventures, more sightseeing log. I still haven't finished the earlier. Did you guys do nope. sightseeing log yet? No, no. I did a couple and rage quit and never went back. I, I met 19 using a third-party website that basically shows you a screenshot and which ones are available right now. I, I just noped it basically uh there will be markets ishgardian markets there will be new triple triad cards matt confessed to having only 61 on duty commence oh man i wonder <laughs> i know i have 60 i i think i have 65 or 66 i think i'm at 61 we're beating you matt <laughs> bayon we're beating you we're, we're beating you bayon name name the podcast that um, there's also going to be, uh, adjustments to things in 2.0, which I'm glad I, I, I'm glad they're not just saying 2.0, whatever, no one cares. There will be an expansion to the duty finder. We will be able to challenge duties with smaller parties. There will be new roulette types and conditions, and there will be a voluntary, I'm going to say it in bold letters, guys, voluntary, people weren't reading this, voluntary ability to sink to the lowest eye level for that Whoa. dungeon. So, why do so I have totally to, forced to, Why right? do I have to sink to the lowest eye level, Yelka? Voluntary. Uh, <laughs> so we have to, right? Right, that means oh you you must. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be some, you know, like right now there's like a join in progress. I'm hoping there's going to be like this join and sink me button. Uh, and I've actually been a part, of, I think you guys both have too. We've, we've actually bought and crafted gear at the lowest eye level for some of the content in 2.0 just to see what it's like with a full party of eight or four to ferocerus was home i know some of them were really challenging at the eye level and and yeah most people aren't going to click that button i think most people are gonna like i just want to get through it but uh, i think if i have a full party especially of you know four or eight and i want to say hey let's see let's let's go back in time and remember when i didn't out leverless content or Remember, my poor husband was eye level 72, <laughs> and we were 115, and trying to do that uh, AK normal he mode with so him. He was so irritated. Oh, he was I felt so bad. He was for so that. irritated with you, Yelta. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kept saying, honey, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. I, I you know, other than take off my clothes. And, and then his eyebrow went <laughs> that up. That worked once I, before. I know. Then. I know, at least once. So, yeah, no, I think this is cool if you can voluntarily do that. Uh, I do think it's interesting to challenge stuff with smaller parties. I know that one of the, our big complaints has been the inflexibility. I either have to have four or eight people to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what the new roulette types and conditions are. That, that could be fun. Uh, I hope that people realize, though, people still don't. Some people still don't seem to understand that when I click the roulette button, that means I deal with with uh, with whatever happens. 
So many people post even today. I got in there with a tank and AF. Well, yeah, he needs the clear. He needed help. Yeah. That's why it's relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Take off your clothes and heal. You know, whatever. I think people oh, get, baby. The, the you don't have to tell game, me twice. <laughs> the end game people who are queuing up for roulette are not really who it's meant for. Yeah. It's meant for the newbie who needs the clear that doesn't know enough people to help him run it. Uh-huh. So he queues up for it and we're there to help him because we outgear it ridiculously and have run it before. Fucking get over quick. it if you have new people and let them watch their cutscene and I'll get off my soapbox now. That's why you get the soldiery bonus, guys. Just just sit back. You hit roulette. You check that box. You queued up for it. Then you deal with it. And I'm, I'm not saying deal with it with the other people who are purposely trolling you. Then no report those people. That's not right. But if a brand new tank or healer or DPS is in there, you just, you signed up for it, guys. You signed up for it. All right. I think I'm done ranting. Do you have a Ruby yeah. get a rant? No, you're done? Yeah, Ruby's still forks. taking his taking his off. I'm. Te- I, <laughs> well, I guess I got better put my pants back on. We're done with this topic. <laughs> There's going to be an expansion of loot systems for normal and hard raids. Uh, there will be a, a loot master system. Now it sounded like this was also optional. Uh, you can choose like all greed systems. Uh, yeah, optional but helpful. Optional uh-huh. but should have already been in the game. Once again, here's some mm-hmm. stuff that should have been at launch of 2.0. Or 1.0. Or 1.0. Well, there should have been a lot of there shit at the launch of 1.0. We're just letting that like one a game, die. Like yeah. a plot. Like, anyway. There was a plot. You could just parlay your way through it. Yeah, parlay everything. All right. I, well, my favorite thing we're is... We're not bitter. Or at least we're not bitter. Um, you know, especially for, like, parties that are... That we have greed parties today in the Duty Finder. But I can accidentally, honestly, by God, accidentally, I can hit need. And there is nothing I can do about it then. Now I'm on seven other people's blacklists, and I'm a pro- It's awful. Now, I know you would have done that on accident. There are some there are assholes yes. that do it on purpose. And instead of going at the beginning of a duty finder run or a party finder run, this is a greed party, and then taking the consequences if you get an asshole that you just set it for all greed or I'm the loot master and I, I dole out to who it goes to that kind of stuff that it stops this crap. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is though, that lets you downgrade your loot uh, choice. Yes. So how, oh my God. Well, how many times have you been in somewhere and I just automatically greed and the black mage says, Oh man, that's a super good upgrade for my tank. Well, the other three of us don't fucking need it. Why can't so, I yeah. say, now, okay, I greeted it, but the timer's still going. Let me pass. Because I, I don't usually loot to be an asshole. I loot out of habit. And out of seals wanted. I, yeah, I, you know, but, but, seals. But, that, but, you know, that's, the, you know, that's me being greedy. But if someone honestly says, that's an upgrade for me, I will hand that over to a stranger. I don't care. So, I don't know. It sounds like that's going to be uh, implemented also. Uh, they did showcase Direct X11, which I'm sorry, it looked awesome. I think the game looks pretty good now. Uh, as a 1.0 player, there are some things that aren't quite as pretty as they were in 1.0. But I, I think this Direct 11 thing, some of the screenshots I've seen and whatnot, 
It's so pretty. Oh my god, yes. It's gorgeous. It's honestly, like you said, I thought this game looked pretty damn good. Um, but no, it's night and day. Um, who is it? Bayoni put up a um picture that someone else had put up that had the um without dx11 and with dx11 and had them like interchanging um oh yeah the gif yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so it would show the old and then it would show the new and it it's astonishing it really is just the the detail and the depth and the coloring and the The shadowing how much more alive everything looks Yeah. yeah and you know i i i will admit you know there were so many things wrong with 1.0, but it was a gorgeous game. I mean, it really was. And I remember when Yelta and I went to take pictures for our first blog um, to make like a headliner and a background and stuff. And the flowers were gorgeous up close, just out in the middle of the wilderness, just gorgeous. And I was a little taken aback by when we went in 2.0 that if you get up close enough to take the pictures we took in 1.0, how pixelated they looked. Or the how... grass ruins my immersion. <laughs> yes. I'm with you there, Ruby. I totally am. But, you know, it, it, it wasn't harming me in any way. I'm usually not scrolled in close enough for that to bother me in any way, shape, or form. But I think that DX11 is going to take care of a whole lot of that. Well, and I know some people are like, I need to run out and buy a new graphics card to handle this DX11, but it's I, I it's my understanding, and I'm not technical. It sounds like that it should actually make it run better than it does today on older. That's what cards, they said, right? So that's what they said. Yeah. So so don't run out. You know, I and the benchmark is coming out with DX11, right? Yeah. Yeah. There, there will be one. Yeah. yeah. So before you run out and buy a new graphics card or buy a new computer uh run that benchmark and see what you get because i yeah i think we're gonna be next weekend or whatever i think we're gonna be pleasantly surprised i'm I'm hoping we'll be pleasantly surprised uh q a questions will be answered and released soon due to the nature of the presentation and we're going to have new battle info with an upcoming live letter i think some of those q a questions have been answered i think they did get them out by now, yeah, but the the battle info. I think they said there would be a May live letter that yep. would have the information about the battle systems. And I think that's where they're going to go in depth about how the new jobs are going to play, and also how the change, what changes, because they're going. To, they've already said they're going to change some things about uh, both like our stats and you know how they affect our our existing jobs and whatnot. So I, I know people are very very can't handle the anticipation for that and I'm, I'm excited too all right the content release schedule june 19th is early access it is the date after e3 oh, yeah okay matt, matt and devin were all like yay we're so glad to be working because they have to do e3 and then early access comes out and then you've got all this other stuff so they will be super overloaded we as fans will be in gamer heaven during that time so So much info some of us have booked our vacation days so (laughs) the official launch is june 23rd and guys there's no reason we've talked about this before but there's no reason to kill yourself 
You can't even get into Alexander normal till two weeks after that. So take your time, level up, read your cut, watch your cutscenes, and and you know, you know take it easy. Uh, two weeks after, read, read your storyline. Yeah. Story two weeks after that is going to be the savage mode for Alexander, and that's when you'll be able to accumulate tombstones of esoterics, and that's when the new front lines will be open. So they've given some reasons for that is, you know, so players aren't pressured to level quickly or skip content to rush. Totally in favor of that. Uh, Alexander normal, you can challenge as much as you like. And I think they already said it's going to have a completely different loot table than Alexander Savage. So have fun. There were some extras after the live letter, uh, after the Heaven's Word presentation, there was a PAX East video. (laughs) I don't even know if we should cover that or not. They they really focused in on certain certain members of the community or that, that was in the audience. And our friend and yours, Joe Never Fails, was like laughing his head off in the middle of that thing. Huh. He he looks kind of funny laughing. But apparently that whatever was going on was pretty darn funny. Uh, they also is showed- it wrong hmm? that I don't know who that is? Well, Ruby <laughs> I and I know so. because he lied. We know because... About- we were at we were at Fan Fest, and at one point they were doing the raffle, and um, we actually had a buddy Sly Fox won won the raffle there, but they were naming raffle tickets, and somebody jumps up because you know, they would give like two or three tries, and somebody jumped up after like the third, second or third time they read the number, and it was uh, Joe Never Fails who was a Twitch streamer, um, and. He ran up there and whatever and got up to uh, Bayonne and showed his ticket. And it was not even the number. He was completely trolling, which was funny. (laughs) And then at the same time, we're like, what the hell, dude? What kind of dick move was that? But he's a cool guy. Anyway, it was was just funny because he he sports this this white T-shirt with his slogan on the Jennifer. And he wears like this headband and um, he does a lot of PVP. I think that's what his stream mainly consists of. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, uh, also, after the live letter, they showed the End of an Era slash Flames of Truth trailer, which is basically, if you know, if you sit on the start menu of the game too long, that movie plays, right? We, and then I cry. Me too, every I, time. Um, there, There is an additional little segment. At first, you, at first, I wasn't even sure I was tuned into the right thing. Because it's, it's all, it's like, I've seen this. And then, and then all of a sudden something happens and it is spoilery. If you don't know what happens in t- the cutscene before turn 12, 12. Yeah. Right. So we just, I actually saw the video first at the same time. I don't feel totally spoiled. So, uh, uh, it, it kind of shows what happened there. Uh, it was okay, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then they introduced, uh, Kazuyuki Ikumori. Am I saying that right? I think so. <laughs> That's the chief creative director of visual works division for Square Enix. Uh, they also introduced Soken. We all love Soken. Uh, they, they they talked to him quite a bit. And then they uh, show, showcase the uh, Dystia Arcade. Dystia. So, okay, thank like, you. The whole thing here was like this dude, I guess, is the, is the one designing this... Um, uh, the Dissidia stuff. And Dissidia, if you've played it, are, is the Final Fantasy fighting game. Um, the, the first couple were on um, 
PSP and you played through characters one through 13 or what have you, depending on the game. And um, you get to play the bad guys and there's a cool story with it. It's a great game. Anyway, they're putting it into arcades and Yastola is playable as a Final Fantasy XIV character in this. So they like directly showcased her. They showed her, which she's like super skinny. I think if people have pointed this out, she's like terribly malnourished in this thing. Something looks oh, off no. to me. Like she looks too young or too skinny or a combination of well, both. And she doesn't have that like the the wise look that mm-hmm. she has in 14. She's not fleshed out. But this is these are early. So maybe maybe it's not completely fleshed out for Decidia yet. What were you saying, Yelta? Well, and it, I'm I'm sure it's a different whole game engine and whatnot. But yeah, I was uh, I I didn't think she looked as cool as she does in fourteen. She looks cooler in fourteen. She looks, she looks cooler. cooler. But she was using the fourteen spells. Like I could point out, she used ruin. She used arrow. She used stone, miasma. Um, she used um, she used her like, I think somebody has named it. I think it's called like, ethereal ethereal barrier or ethereal burst oh, or something. Oh, is that the it's one that that's like thing. special to her? We don't yes, have it. It's yeah. like, it's like a protection ball. Right. You've seen it in the, like the early cut scenes when her, and she uses it in the 2.55 cut scenes. Um, anyway, that's one of her abilities. And you could even see there's like a poison icon, like the, Oh, she's bio. And I think it, it put poison on a character and you could see the final fantasy 14 poison icon. That kind of looks like, like a, a green, flaccid penis that's like <laughs> that strange drippy looking like I have syphilis icon and that was um, oh my God. that was that next to a character's name right <laughs> so as a healer I heal people from syphilis on the reg I'm never going to be able to see that again and not see a green flaccid as a healer penis. that looks at green flaccid penis icons uh, quite a bit that is what I have dubbed it. And, and I give them out, so. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Uh, there was music. It was uh, Torn from the Heavens. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the boss music. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, they also talked about the Orzea Cafe's expanded menu, <laughs> level three menu unlocked. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch any of that, so I have no idea what that was about. I don't think they showed any food. All right. They, they just said, they just said, okay. Yeah. The Nico Nico 2015, and we're all looking forward to it, is on Saturday, April 25th, with the Fate in Tokyo. It has double the number of events and activities, uh, new Heavensward merchandise, shirts, rice cracker snacks. Yay. These were cool. They yeah. looked like um, they were little icons from um, Gold Saucer. I think there was like cactus and stuff. And they were on like these little, I thought they were cookies. Sinnoh was like, those are rice crackers. I don't know. I'm <laughs> stupid. Um, but they were like individualized. So that, that looked cool. They had a bunch of different t-shirts and stuff. They sold some weird t-shirts. Like they were showing up like one said war and it was like a bear, but it almost looked like those WWF wildlife panda shirts. I don't, that was kind of odd. To me. I, I didn't understand. Was, and then there was one that was like a, a green arrow and they were showing them off when they wore. And I was like, why are they talking about portal? Like, it looks like the portal dude running through a green sign. I, I'm dumb. I don't, I don't know what they were talking about, but there were some neat shirts. So, Go get you a war shirt. Maybe it was the war mount. Maybe it was. Maybe well, the it war was a mount's bear. a bear. Yeah. Right? So. That's so it kind of made sense. I'm dumb. 
All right. We also had the duty commenced, which uh, covered a lot of the stuff we already did. Uh, he did have a couple other things that were not in the live letter. They Okay, guys. Guys, I thought we made this clear when we were on another podcast that <laughs> you're supposed to call us first to make sure that Yelta can pronounce your new names. And you missed the boat, guys. I'm not sure I can say it's this. <laughs> but they did introduce a new community member. I don't know. Zexos. Zexos. That's, yeah, that's okay. where I'm that's going what with I said. Yeah, That's Zexos, what I thought. Uh, which is our own beloved Reinhardt. You'll always be Reinhardt. But Zexos, they introduced him. Um... Did you guys see him? Did, did you watch I him? Didn't see, I didn't so get to see okay, so busy. I love you, Reinhardt, but you were so nervous on that deal. You were like looking away and stuff. Like, embrace us. Own it. Embrace us, Reinhardt. Just be like, slam your fist on the table. Like, I'm the new community rep, Zexos. I'm the bomb. Literally, look at my avatar. <laughs> and I'm the bomb. Uh, you know, I'm here to run things now, so I'm going to ask um, uh, Devin and Matt to go ahead and step away, and I'm going to introduce my fellow Aorzeans. Da, 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 da. That's how you should have done it, bro. Just saying. <laughs> well, he has Own so it. much support. We're all out here supporting you. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, no, just totally own it. We're here. We love you, and do great work. All right, they did do a sample video for the upcoming dub contest. I don't I have no idea what happened in it because I didn't see it. Mm. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I did, I did watch it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, they did just voice over a, a cut scene. Um, yeah, it was cute. It was um, cute. I think they, I guess they were going for the serious. I don't. I don't know I which one. I thought they it was, were too, yeah. It was, it was a little serious. It was a little funny, especially when the Yoda voice yes. for um, Wedge <laughs> went out. And I believe due to a tweet from Reinhardt that that was his voice acting. So well oh, done, sir. Oh, cool. I have to admit, I got the giggles when I started hearing the Yoda voice. I'm going to have to check it out. Speaking of the dub contest, there is a contest. The A Realm Reborn Redubbed Contest. Uh, there is a link to the official forum post that has rules. Uh, it's called We Dub to Make It Ours. It's back. It's slightly remixed. This time around, we're challenging you to select a cutscene that took place from 2.0 to 2.51. That means no 2.55, guys. No spoilers. No spoilers. 2.0 to 2.51. And you need to add your very own voice acting to it. It starts on Monday, April 13th, so it's already started. Uh, and it ends Friday, May 1st. So, so hurry. So hurry. Uh, you can collaborate with up to three people. There are two categories. You can do serious or comedy. There will be three winning submissions in each category that will get physical prizes. All qualifying entries will get the Bluebird earring. And all those who collaborated in that video will get an earring. So basically, it sounds like much like that cooking contest. If you enter the contest correctly, the way they, if you fulfill the entry requirements, you will get the bluebird earring. I wish I knew two people that I could do this with. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, voice recording people, software. I don't, I don't know. That, that this would be a possibility. Mm. How many of us too, are here? It's too bad. Mm. We There's don't know. see to divide by... 
we're definitely gonna have to do this. We I have, have to. And we, we need to get to. on it. And I'm I'm leaning towards comedy, guys. Just I so you think know. comedy's I'm, probably the way to go. I, I, yeah. I think if I would start out serious, much like the 1.0 Valentine's Day contest where I started out trying to write that love letter, it all turned funny. So I think I think there's like no way for me to do this serious. But we. But I don't want to do like a comedy bit. Like I don't want to do a Hildebrand. No. I don't. Like, I want to take like take... a serious scene. Yes. And make it totally, totally hammer it off. Guys, don't, don't give away oh, your secrets. I mean, Hildebrand. Hildebrand. Let's do so, Hildebrand. So definitely. Because no, nobody will do Hildebrand. No one will do Hildebrand. Yeah, no, no. Someone should definitely do the, um, with all of the um, garden plant guys. What are, what are they called? Oh, those uh, little, the tomato people, onion The tomato babies. and onion guy. and Yeah, someone should do something with that. Because honestly, I would love to see that. We're not doing it. But someone should. Because... That's it's still one of my favorite little things. From I want that movie. damn earring too. My girlfriend got Me the too. earring, and you know, I I can't let her have an item that I don't have. It's uh. well, you know, career and I have to have all the things. Well, yes, yeah. it's part of the Sumasu way. It is the Loot Horse Sisters. Loot Horse Sisters, okay. yes. All right, so uh, get get recording, guys. You can do it. Uh, we're gonna do it. Uh, then next up was the Time article with our own Yoshi P. It was called Meet the Guy Who Saved Final Fantasy XIV from Total Disaster. It was the April 14th issue, I believe. Uh, and then and, uh, we know most of this, so I'm going to go down it very quickly. It talks about how there are 4 million accounts worldwide. It boasts that player feedback is what drives their changes while keeping with their long-term plan. Uh, it also talks about Heaven's Word a bit, the look and feel and what to expect. Uh, how Final Fantasy XIV is going to stick with the Holy Trinity, you know, tank, healer, DPS. Uh, it hints at adding, you know, maybe skill trees and, you know, maybe red mage. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this man, he, he does his hints. He does the shirts, the gun and all the other stuff. This guy has talked about red mage for a long time. And he talks a little bit later. I know you'll cover this here, but we've talked about it before. It's the snowboarding thing. You don't just ask Yoshida a question and he <laughs> gives you all these answers and they're not going to do it. They've hinted at Red Mage for a long time. Will it be coming in 3.0? No. But it might come in like 3.5, like Ninja did. It it most definitely will be here in 4.0. I'm, I'm putting it I'm putting it out there right now. I'm pretty much with you on that one. He's he's also said, isn't that like his one of his favorite jobs ever? I think so. Yeah, so it's iconic. I, I, he, that's why he keeps promoting it. It's hugely, yeah. So many people love being a red mage. So it's Derplander will be wearing a warlock <laughs> chapeau in the 4.0 trailer. Will it, will it will be will, will it be the total pimp hat from from eleven? So it will have a feather so a feather big. So big. <laughs> it's so big. It's so big. <laughs> Oh, and fortune telling is provided by Rubicon Veil tonight. <laughs> Thank you, astrologian in chief. <laughs> it also talks about a realm reborn, how the story was finished even before patch 2.1, and uh, like uh, 4.0 is already being worked on. So they're, you know, you know, even when we were in 1.0, they were already talking in their, they were already planning 2.0, 2.55. They were already thinking about 3.0. So right now. They're already thinking about 4.0. Uh, 
Uh, it was inspired by, and no one will be shocked by this, uh, Game of Thrones, King Arthur, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Dragon Quest 1 through 3, and Final Fantasy 1. So there's a lot of inspiration. I like that they both think within and outside of the Final Fantasy universe itself. Because, you know, there's, there's good stories out there, and we should have them all in this game. They explain how the story-driven approach and how the game may start slow, but it ramps up as the story continues. And, and personally, they, they said before that's very much on purpose. They wanted it to start slow and make it easy to get into. Uh, there is a demand for more mini-games. He talked very much uh, here in the Time article and other places about snowboarding. And uh, we are going to get a new attraction in patch 3.1, I don't know if that attraction will be snowboarding or if that's yet to come. But he wants us to craft our own snow snowboards. Yeah, there's so, there was tech, there was like talk I didn't understand. What he he keeps mentioning that that's like the third time he's mentioned crafting our own snowboards. So I'm wondering if the new attraction we're getting in 3.1 is snowboarding, and when 3.0 releases, one of the items we can craft. Is snowboard with is a snowboard. I'm gonna be a woodworking specialist. There you go. All, the, all snowboards. the snowboards, you won't be able to use them, but because I'll be busy playing triple triad, but I'll sell them. <laughs> uh, I'll they, sell you snow. <laughs> they did talk about uh having maybe a Yoshida minion or triple triad card. He said probably not, but there is that wandering minstrel. Hmm. I want that card. I, You know, ever since, was it Virgil? Virgil drew the Wandering Minstrel, right? The mm-hmm. little mini minstrel, which I have loved mm-hmm. since I first saw it. I I don't know what hoops there would be to jump through, but if they made a Wandering Minstrel, mini minstrel minion that looked like that, I would be in heaven. It's so cute. But yeah, triple triad card. That'd be cool too, right? We like triple triad cards. Uh, absolutely. I think I could take one of those, yes. What's on tap? Developers blog and tracker. Uh, we've already talked a bit about the. Uh, it was mentioned earlier, but it's the dev post was this one goes to eleven, which the title cracked me up. Cute. Uh huh. Uh huh. But this one goes to eleven. Uh, they 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 showcased again, you know, two screenshots of shiny floors. It's the same image from that blog post, which some uh, fan used to make that little uh, movie, which basically flipped between them. That, which really showcased what the differences are. So, uh, you know, it isn't even the floors that got me so much. If you look at the detail on the ceiling, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And it, like the white pillar in between the two black pillars, it's just, it's kind of amazing. If you look at the the textures on the the, the uh, equipment, honestly, like the one one of the guys wearing a coat, the and, white age, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I'm I'm very excited. I, I can't wait to see more. I'm, in fact, I'm actually disappointed, guys, that this only had two screenshots. Right? I that's true. I, we could have seen a wish lot. They would have shown like three before and three afters. I would I, love to see an outside one. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Because if you guys wait a week. We will probably see a side-by-side benchmark. That's true. That's true. The, the, the 9 and the 11 back-to-back. And this will probably have outside shots. I know they said, what, this Dragoon limit break would be in it. So we're going to get a variety of, of outtakes that we can compare these to. It's going to be amazing. But I'm a greedy bitch and I want it now. Well, of course you do. 
Uh, there's, uh, it says grab the invigorated fan kit. The fan kit has been once more updated with Heaven's Word wallpapers for PC phone and Twitter. I don't even know what else is in it this time around because I just checked. I think it's the, the only thing. When I clicked it, those were the only things that said that were new. All right, there's new stuff. I swear to God, though, the one that says new was the same one we announced last time. Oh. I really, really okay, think now, so. Now, okay, now while I go click this. Because I'm looking at the, the, yeah, that's the, I swear. I don't know. Which one? How old is this? How old was this one? It's probably an old one. I fished it up from the grave. The, no, <laughs> the, the new wallpaper, that's a new one to me. Is that? Yeah, I think there was only two heavens. Uh, well, I must have clicked that. into this one before then. But I, maybe this came out about the same time as the live letter, while we were still on. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's, but it's hard There's to There's a new to some people wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, happy hour. Woo, half price appetizers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listener questions and fan mail, guys. Someone actually emailed us. We received yes. an email directly to our account. <laughs> Can I read it? You read it. Read it, please. All right. We have a letter from Millicent Green of Excalibur. And it says, love the show, but methinks you need to more talk about them tacos. Sincerely, from totally not the guy in your free company that is obsessed with tacos. <laughs> This guy's obsessed with tacos. There might be a taco right. obsession involved. Oh, we love you, Millie. Thank you for it, thank you for emailing us. Yes, yeah, that is our very first email from from a listener. So we we were pretty excited by it. Someday, even if it's about tacos. Someday, Millie, we will we will stand before Yoshida on that day, and we will we will ask Yoshida, Lord Yoshida, where are the tacos? We'll it say, will my be a son, thing. There are tacos for everyone. He'll break the tacos and hand out <laughs> loaves of tacos. And is that how they come? Loaves of tacos? No, I think it's I a six-pack and a pound, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, I, I, And all the bacon bread will be transformed into tacos. <laughs> the tacos. Fuck bacon bread. <laughs> <laughs> I said that for you because I don't even eat it. Oh, God. All right. Uh Thank you, Millie. Uh, we really appreciate the email. Yeah. And and I'd really, I really, I have gotten a couple of tweets from people. I have seen a couple of people find me in a dungeon. I have had a couple of Skype messages from people. Um, please email us and let us know, you know, what are you doing in the game? Uh, how do you like the podcast? Uh, you know, anything at this point. I'm attention whoring. Uh, email us. <laughs> Or oh, yes, we could all yeah. use the ego boost, you know. <laughs> Everyone likes to hear how awesome they are. <laughs> even even if you have, hey, you said this, and I think you meant that, you oh, know. Yeah. We're okay yeah. with that, too. Uh, someone mentioned on Twitter something about, you know, every time you guys mention, what's that guy's name? I'm screaming their name at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, that that really tickled me. because It was had... narrow, all right? It was narrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. one of them was La Habrea, too. Oh, La Habrea. Yeah, in a different point. But yeah, they're like, I was screaming at my, my radio and uh, I, I thought that was pretty funny because occasionally I get just completely stuck on names. And I know we all do, but that, that kind of... Ishgard, Kariri, Ishgard. Ishgard. I could not, I can't believe I couldn't remember that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, any feedback is good feedback for us. Uh, but definitely get our email address into your address book because... Sometime 
and probably not too far out, we are going to probably have some sort of contest. And there will be a fabulous prize involved. We, we haven't flushed it out yet, but, we, but, 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 you know, learn our email address, test it out. Oh, I hope I win. And please, please look forward please to look it. Please look forward yeah. to it. All right, last call. It's time for any and all shout outs. I think I see written down here Ruby has a ooh, shout out. Ooh, ooh. Teacher, miss, miss, I have a shout out. Ruby Convale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a shout out. I was chillaxing on the couch on Saturday night and I tuned over to my homeboy and ours, all of ours, Sly the Fox. Uh, he's on Twitter at Sly the Fox. He had his Twitch going at uh, Sly, aka Gray Fox, on Twitch, and he's part of the Dream Network. They're doing their um, State of the Realm, I believe, tomorrow night, and um, um, he's a big time Twitch streamer. We got to hang out with him at FanFest. Like I said, he won a raffle at FanFest. But cool dude, go check out his uh, his Twitch. He, I think, he does almost every night of the week, like Manic Mondays, Terrible Tuesdays, Wasted Wednesdays, yeah, Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah, <laughs> he's got it all. So go check him out. He's a cool guy. Definitely, definitely. Love watching his stream. All right, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can uh, find us on Twitter. Our handle is at gtffxiv. You can email us, and please do, at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash gtffxiv. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, search either Gather Together or gtffxiv. There might be a theme here. It's gtffxiv. All right. What was it again, Yelta? It might be gtffxiv. Shut up. Now I can't say it. <laughs> All right, just for that, I'm going to make you do your plugs first, Kariri. Oh, mine's pretty hard. It's at, I'm on Twitter at Kariri Sumasu, K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. All right, how about you, Ruby? You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, G-T-F-F-X-I-V. Oh, damn it. No, it's <laughs> R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. Uh, find me Yelta on Twitter also Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U you spelled it wrong Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U no I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm not even drunk quit fucking with me <laughs> oh. alright it's time to go guys have a good night goodbye bye bye